0: Yuri was just a child when he and his family immigrated to Venezuela from Russia. He had been educated in Venezuela, married to Norlis, a Venezuelan girl, and started a business in Caracas, the capital city. Yuri is a hardworking person filled with dreams of success. His wife is a believer. Soon enough, he began to ask a lot of questions about God and eventually surrendered his life to the Lordship of Christ. Just a few days after Yuri became a Christian, his business failed. Suddenly, he faced the reality of a huge debt with no way to pay it. A typical reaction in that culture might have been to leave the city and all the debts behind. But Yuri made a decision that he admits he would never have made before he came to know Christ. He did not leave Caracas. He went instead to his largest supplier, the one whom he owed the most money, and told him the truth. Then, Yuri offered to pay off his debt over a period of time as soon as he was able to find another job. To his surprise, the man did not get angry as Yuri expected. In fact, he offered Yuri a job. More than a job, he offered Yuri a chance to become a partner in his business and a plan which would allow him to gradually pay off the debt. Yuri says this, If this happened before I became a Christian, I doubt that I would have handled it this way. I'm Emily F. Eamon, and welcome to Rescuing Mondays, the podcast for those who are unemployed by choice or by chance, for those who are underemployed or unhappily employed, for those who are just graduating into the world of work, and for those who love the work they do that they want to inspire others. And ultimately, For those who want to experience God in their life and in their workplace. This podcast was created with a belief that there is a better way to see work and to work. My goal here is to encourage and inspire professionals just like you, no matter where you are in your professional, personal, or spiritual journey. The mission of Rescuing Mondays is to make the life-changing wisdom of the Bible understandable and applicable to the modern workplace. When Yuri faced a difficult situation early in his career, he did what he knew Christ would have him do. He had no idea what would happen, but one thing is for sure, he trusted God with the results. Unlike Yuri, many people have difficulty living out their faith on the job. Consequently, they come to the place of separating their faith from their work in their workplace. That happened to me too. The good news is that God does not give jobs just so we, workers, can earn a paycheck. Every job description reflects God's purposes in the context of work. After all the discussions that we have had in the past episodes, by now you are already settled in your workplace. We've eliminated the doubts in your mind. We have cleared the clutter. You need to choose your attitude because that's how you build your career, not just your job. It all starts with choosing your attitude. You've adjusted your expectations. You've quit the wrong stuff, and it can mean staying right where you are now or literally leaving your place and going on to take on a new role. You've stick it out with the right stuff, and you are working towards being the best in the world. Now, we can start talking about the kingdom agenda and you becoming a kingdom worker while being good at what you do. Rescuing Mondays is all about that. Ever heard of the phrase, too heavenly-minded, you're no earthly good? Well. You are not like that. You're heavenly-minded and you are earthly good. In fact, as you experience the kingdom life yourself, you will be bringing heaven to your workplace while being human, if I may say so. You're listening to Episode 6, Becoming a Person of Integrity. Suppose you were asked to describe a person who had integrity in your workplace. How would you describe him? Or her or can you name a person in your workplace that you would say is a person with genuine integrity just what integrity is exactly anyway i did a little research and my research results say that the word integrity comes from a latin word meaning wholeness completeness or perfection according to david writer of the psalms in the bible a person of integrity is the one who is blameless does what is righteous, is truthful, and does not slander, treats others rightly, despises loathsome men, honors those who fear the Lord, keeps His promises, does not take advantage of the poor, and accepts no bribes, that would prevent justice. David writes, He who does these things will never be shaken. Read Psalm 15 and you will see. That being said, this definition of integrity, we will never measure up on our own. It is a quality of living shaped by Christ's character within us. That is why it's important to submit ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ in all areas of our lives. A person with integrity in the workplace can be trusted to keep his promises, tell the truth, Stand up for right, have pure motives, and keep confidential matters private. Meeting a person who tells the truth and keeps his or her word is truly unusual in today's workplace. Today's workplace provides a good opportunity for you to be radically different than most of the world in the area of integrity. Integrity is a reflection of inner character that has been shaped over time by the thoughts of God. Integrity does not appear spontaneously in the middle of volatile circumstances or under great pressure. When one finds himself or herself under the pressure of difficult circumstances, Many choose to compromise what they know to be right. They take the route of least resistance. We are all fellow strugglers in a world that has not yet been fully redeemed. Most of us are like Paul in the Bible who said, What I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep doing. The strength we need to consistently make the right choices can only be found in Jesus Christ. Integrity, morality, and ethics are born out of an authentic relationship with the Living God. How then can we cooperate with God as He develops integrity in our lives? Before I answer that, let me walk you through these processes. As you know, character, whether good or bad character, is developed over a period of time. It begins in the mind with your thoughts. When you dwell on your thoughts, they may lead to desires. Desires, if not carefully examined, can lead to actions. When actions are repeated enough, they lead to habits habits that are practiced develop into character character can then influence the kinds of thoughts that you permit and the cycle continues molding and shaping your character your values and your lifestyle got that thoughts desires actions habits character Going back to the question, how can we cooperate with God as He develops integrity in our personal lives? By first offering our whole being to God, holding nothing back from Him. That's where we all start. We give it back to God. We give to God our lives. We give Him full access to all our life, including our thought life, especially our thought life. God does not want us to be molded by the world's agenda. He wants our mind and thoughts to be transformed. Truth is, this is next to impossible apart from God working in us. But as we yield to Him and cooperate with Him, He can cause us to desire to do His will. Once the desire is established, He enables us to act according to His will and purposes. We recognize our inadequacy and Christ's sufficiency. How can our minds and thoughts be transformed? Well, when we read the Word of God, the Bible, all 66 books, we read the Bible not because we are perfect. We read it because we are imperfect. Let me say that again. We read the Bible not because we are perfect. We read it because we are imperfect. Too often, we sort of shun from people who read the Bible. Truth is... We read the Bible because we acknowledge that we are imperfect and only by reading and studying the Bible can we truly know that God redeems us from the imperfections. God may begin by changing actions, or He may begin by changing thoughts and desires. In either case, God will be working in you to direct you. Your job is to cooperate with God by obeying Him. At times, what God asks us to do may not make sense, But just like Yuri, one thing is certain. We can trust God with the results. Consider starting this long-term assignment. In your journal, a piece of notebook, something that's a keepsake, create three columns. In the first column, write Habits, Actions in the header. In this column, begin to make a personal list of actions or habits that you realize are not really right or not healthy. In the second column, write in the header, desires slash motives. In this column, ask yourself why you are doing what you are doing and write your response. Label the third column, Power Verses. Then, begin to search the scriptures to find God's thoughts about what you are doing. Write those verses down and begin to pray them each day. I would even encourage you to memorize these verses and review them in your mind several times each day so that the next time you face temptation in that area stop and pray God's thoughts and then choose to obey him Whether you are seated behind your desk commuting to work sitting inside a coffee shop sweating it out in the gym cleaning your house running errands or toiling at hard under the heat of the sun may you find encouragement inspiration, and motivation to live life to the fullest and the most free. May you find hope in the waiting and the courage to rescue your Mondays submitting yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and may you be empowered by the Holy Spirit. As we conclude, let me read to you Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to 2. So here's what I wanted to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops wealth formed maturity in you. This is the word of the Lord. If this episode has been helpful to you, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss the next one. Also, be sure to leave a review and a 5-star rating because these are really, really super helpful for others to find this podcast. And for those of you who have already left a review and have already rated 5 stars, I cannot thank you enough. Also, come find me on Instagram at emiluiman and at emiluiman.com. I'd love to connect with you there. Before you switch gears and go back to work or tackle the rest of your day or enjoy your pleasant evening, let me tell you about a grand narrative. It's epic, remarkable, and redemptive. God created something good. We fell into sin. Jesus made it right. One day, God will make all things new. God created something good. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and everything in it. God looked over all He had made and He saw that it was very good, you included. Even if you don't believe this, it doesn't make this truth less true. We fell into sin. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside together. We have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Because of sin, all humanity is separated from God. But Jesus Christ made it right. Jesus came, paid the penalty on our behalf through death on the cross. He was crucified and rose from the dead. He ascended to the heaven and sent the Holy Spirit to empower us. Christ redeemed us. He made it right. And one day, God will make all things new. A day is coming when Christ will return. He will complete His new creation with a new heaven and a new earth. with No tears, no pain, no suffering, no brokenness, no helplessness, just love. God will make all things new. Meanwhile, God invites us to join Him in His redemptive work of restoring all things. Have you responded to his invitation yet? If not, do it right now. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, God Almighty, please save me from my sins. I know I fall short of your glory, but I don't want there to be any distance between you and me anymore. I believe that you gave your life on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe that you rose in victory from the grave. Please forgive me for all my sin. Wash all the guilt and shame away. Jesus, make me alive in you. I receive you as my Savior and Lord, and I want to follow you all the days of my life. Thank you for finding me and saving me. I believe it. I receive it. Amen. As always, I hope our time together has helped you see that there is a better way to see work and to work and that God has a plan for your workplace. All you have to do is ask Him to help you see it. Until the next one, I'm Lou, and this has been Rescuing Mondays. Thank you for listening.